Good morning, people of the planet Earth. It is I, Hacker Mike, the voice in your ear, on another morning walk. It's 5.15 on a clear 5.38 with a clear sky. The moon is getting smaller from a full moon, but it's still quite large. Orion is clearly visible. Mars was visible last night. And Venus is already up in the east. Coming up over the mountains. Yeah, I slept in today because yesterday I was so tired. And um, today, my day, my kid has a day off from school. Oh yeah, and I forgot I'm upstate Pennsylvania. Not in the heart of New Jersey, the blue state, but I'm in the red zone of Pennsylvania. Which is still not called the election, and they're busy recounting or counting the mail-in ballots. And they say Pennsylvania could be as close as 20,000 votes. <clears throat> at one third, at two thirds of the um, mail-in ballots are Democrat. That the people who went in person were Republicans. So, yeah. It's um, going to be a big drama, and I've been listening to different news sources. They said it was supposed to be a blue wave, but it didn't happen. They actually lost seats in the House, the Republicans. <clears throat> and even if they get Biden um, as president, he'll be blocked by the Senate. And with a 10-seat advantage in the House, they're going to have to basically, oh my God, look at this sunrise coming up over the mountain. They're going to have to basically get um, the uh, build a coalitions to get anything done. So maybe this is a um, a good compromise. <clears throat> and uh, Tim Pool said that uh, if they had a president who had the same policies as Trump but had a better personality from Trump, then. Um, He would have probably won. And everyone's always afraid of what a person gets in and how horrible it's going to be. I remember when Obama got elected, everyone was screaming, but it wasn't that bad. And there's only so much damage a president can do. You know, there are there is a bureaucracy and there are checks and balances. Um, it's not decided yet, as you all know. 
I'm trying to remain calm about this whole thing. <coughs> and I don't want to spend too much time today's, on today's podcast on this. But this could drag on for weeks. Or months. If no one side wants to give in. So we're going to see what happens. Yep. I did think it would be quite hard to... um, It would be quite hard to um, count all those votes and check them. If eight people had to sign them, I mean, are there going to be some algorithms checking people's signatures? I mean, is it going to come down to that? So we'll see. Imagine if it came down to like, hundred vote difference and then they would go in and check individual signatures and just drag it out all right Well, no matter what happens, I'm going to continue on working on this house and um, spending time with my dad, my family, up here, and enjoying the different uh, atmosphere of pickup trucks and um, mountains. And uh, the city's got a little nice downtown you can walk to, walk into. It's like an old rich town that has fallen on poor times. Kind of like Trenton. Trenton used to be an amazing town and it has fallen on poor, poor times where <clears throat> there's so many shootings that you don't want to live in those old mansions. Well, here there's no shootings to know of. And I saw a beautiful house for $40,000, a big house, for sale, a HUD home. And it's in a historical home. That's just crazy. I guess people don't really want to live here. Because it's so far away from civilization, from the city. But that's the appeal, actually, to be away from the city. And, you know, three, four hours away from the city is still not that bad. If you think about, there's going to be riots and pandemics. It's nice to be away from the city. So I'm not going to talk about computers today. I have to let that topic sit. I'm just going in circles. And I'm sorry for last episode. Well, at least not all of them. Some of the episode was good. And I really had to get some of that idea out. And I have been thinking about modeling 
and um, I've been reading up on deep learning for graph layout. There's a pro project called Deep Draw, which uses deep learning to draw graphs to lay them out. That's kind of interesting. Because I was thinking, well, what if the model in the mind is also just a bunch of random bits of unstructured data, like the neural network models of a computer system? You know, layers of numbers with connections, layers of neurons with connections with different weights and I guess that it comes down to training and we can't really see into our own neural networks can we But maybe there are some experiments we could do that would dis that would show health signs of them. That could be an interesting idea. Um, a thought experiment that would expose the network, let you see the matrix. But. Uh, going to talk too much about that. We're not going to talk about that. We need to think about that for a while. Let it sit. Stopping the hammering for a while, as I promised. We're going to get back to life. Yeah, and so um, I set up a uh, Cat6 cable. My dad upgraded his internet to four megabits. And at home, we have fiber with 40 megabits. But it still does its job. And I crimped and ran a Cat6 cable with gold-plated connectors. I put the connectors on myself between <clears throat> the rooms. And I got out a router. And, um, and now, for my son, who is being punished for poor performance in school, I turned off his internet with parental controls. <clears throat> and um, that will stop him from getting up and just watching YouTube videos all morning. And yesterday we went out and had fun. And we were playing in the real world. So I just want to encourage him to block that avenue off of the easy way out to just go on the internet because he's just, he's so good at it he really needs to be encouraged to do something besides just the internet <clears throat> I want to see if I can get him to feed the chickens today and help me clean up some dishes put them in the dishwasher machine stuff like that some chores. <clears throat> so, um, I'm using the standard. I'm using the standard. Um, parental controls, which are pretty bad, and I have to set up the pie hole. I have two Raspberry Pis someone gave to me. I can get those set up and use them as a router. Set a DNS server, send all the requests there, and then be able to selectively block things or approve them. And I really want to get that 
as some kind of and you know it doesn't have to be an app it could just be a web page with notifications so we have to go onto the main street now where there's a lot of people driving pickup trucks it's like almost only pickup trucks because if you're out 6 in the morning or 5.45 driving around you're going to be driving a pickup truck I'm starting to like this um, this walk in the morning to go do some work and it makes me think about oil consumption and just how much you're going to carry you're going to think about every single step you're going to do everything you're going to carry out I mean you got to think about it our cars are just full of junk it's like oh yeah I got that case of water I'm driving around for five weeks in case I want a bottle hey that costs gasoline all that stuff in the car is driving around for no reason but you don't do that if you have to carry it for an hour or two hours on your walk you think do I really need this bottle of water Well, I guess I could have walked on the other street further south. Ooh, the sound of fracking. I guess I'll take that on the way back. Yeah. So, um... There's some actually pretty good new new books networks uh, podcasts we've got to listen to. Maybe we'll listen to them together. We left off on that clip show on the theory of art and um, we never finished that. But that triggered in me such a deep amount of thought. And we still haven't recovered from it. And to be honest, I've re-evaluated the conditions of this podcast in terms of being totally random, without form, without meaning. And we have some meaning, yeah. We've thought about, I've thought about the art of podcasting. Like, do we really want to be the worst podcast in the universe forever? <clears throat> Just some lonely guy walking down the street talking to himself. We really want to broadcast every day. I mean, yesterday I should have cut it shorter. And I stopped. When I realized how I was getting lost in my brain again. But I guess that is also a... Uh, a form of self-reflection. And of learning part of my therapy that uh, you take part in and um, I guess uh, it really comes down to oh my god yeah, thanks for not doing those breaks in front of me boy
Those were so-called exhaust brakes. So, sorry, I'm just walking up this hill here. So, boy, a lot of cars. So, yeah, part of this is the, is the therapy session. Um, and part is that I hope that we can extract something out of this. But we got to try a little bit harder, I think to think about the listener who may be only half listening maybe they're not listening as intently as we would like them to maybe I'm just the background noise the background voice and they're actually focusing on something else maybe we're not capturing their attention <clears throat> And, um, I guess we need to have different attention level settings. Um, I guess you got to build up to it and get people's interest. And all of that belongs to art and drama. That's what... That's what they do in these movies. Speaking about movies, we watched, uh, started watching Snowden last night. Oh, and finished the, um, the girl with the, uh, the Beth Harmon about, uh, the fictional character about chess. falling off my shoulder. So. So, watch the chess, the chess girl, that was cute, and I started my son on practicing chess on the, uh, he was doing a computer chess tutorial, teaching him the basic moves, and he didn't like the, the knight, he didn't get the knight yet. And he said, well, he didn't like the knight uh, figure so much. Maybe I missed my turn. I don't remember walking this far. Maybe I do have to walk this far. There's no street lights out here, or they're very rare. Um, he didn't like the uh, the knight as a player. It wasn't the same 
it wasn't the easy uh, straight moves that he liked with the other ones. You know, they started off with a rook, and then the bishop, and then the queen, and then the king. And then it's like, oh, the knight. But the knight's a very powerful piece. So I hope to uh, maybe play chess with him. Yeah, I was just thinking he always wants to uh, fight with me. Do like karate fights and stuff. Yeah. Boy, this is loud, huh? Let's hope the road's coming up here soon. Yeah, there it is. I was just too early. Getting panicked. So. So these movies, they have a certain dramatic element to them, and a story, and they think it all through, and they plan it all out. <clears throat> and I guess that's a, a form of attention. And if we just do stream of random, stream of consciousness, then um, we're not really getting that planning and execution and also we have like times time issues timing issues think time issues where we end up thinking about things on the fly and slowing it down kind of like running an interpreter So, well, when I was thinking about this morning, like, what am I going to talk about? I thought I was going to talk about things other than the computers. I thought we were going to talk about life a little bit. So my dad was really, or is really, into chess, and he helped... He worked with some other people to get chess in schools in New Jersey. And uh, he took me to chess tournaments. And um, I guess I never really had the, um, the mental discipline to think ahead all these different moves. You know, and I guess that's also kind of like my, my problems with algebra as well, where I'm not, I get stuck a lot of times. And I guess it's also just a training issue in terms of training or aptitude. And maybe I was just succumbing to the video games. Um... But not everyone is going to be a chess master. And not everyone has that mathematical ability. So, and I guess I'm also lacking some mathematical ability. good with words. I know lots of words. But I'm not as strong with math as I am with words. 
and maybe that's also what I need to focus on in terms of modeling things mathematically. Would be like the mathematical meaning of the word. And that's going to get us into computing again. But we'll entertain this for a second. I don't want to go into... Well, actually, we're not going to entertain it. I said we're not going to entertain it on this podcast for now. But there's a glimmer of mathematical meaning in the future. <clears throat> the mathematical meaning of a word. The, the mathematical interpretations of words. Yeah, and I'm hoping that those are going to be actually rules, simple rules that we can understand. I guess <laughs> this one, this Dodge truck here has a sticker on the back saying how he doesn't like imports. I'm not going to even repeat what he, what it wrote. It's pretty offensive. But I guess there's this whole thing on driving American cars as well here. Yeah. So now we're at the edge of town. So, um, now the Snowden movie, so this, the Beth Harmon movie, uh, is based on a book. It's about kind of modeled after Bobby Fischer. She wins against the Russians, and she's this cute girl who has a drug addiction, and she kicks it, and um, she's able to. She always had these visions of chess while she was taking her tranquilizers that the school, the orphanage gave her as a kid. She would take them at night and then have visions of chess, and then in the end, she finally had that vision without taking the drugs. So that's what the story's about, that she was able to tap into her inner self without the drugs. So... Railroad crossing. Yeah, that railroad hasn't run in a while. So I was trying to pick up some news of the election. I listened to Bemrose's Random Thoughts with D.U.M. He has a great voice, and he really is prepared for his podcast. I guess he makes notes and all that. I just um, think about a topic, well no I don't, I mean I'm just completely random, and I can't hold it against people that don't listen to me, I mean we've gotten down to two listeners a day on the uh, one episode about the uh, new theory of introspection, which I thought was a quite a good one, I only had one listener, so we're really really tanking here in terms of popularity. But we have to see it as the long march. We're going to go forward with this. We can't just cater to 
to fashion. Um, but it must be quite horrible to have to listen to me babble on. Oh, this cornfield got cleared, and uh, wow. There's just broken stalks on the ground. They really cleared it out. Some of these machines must cost, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. They just do everything. Combines, I guess they're called. Uh, yeah, I listen to Bemrose, and then I listen to, um, I, there's a Fox News podcast I've been listening to. Uh, best of the left has not produced anything yet. But it's amazing how centered America has become. And it hasn't swung as far to the left as you'd think. It's interesting to see the balance. Uh, ben Rose also said, hey, it's a republic not a democracy. his new podcast and um, oh Jack Spierko uh, free talk live at the uh, the bunker we're gonna stop this recording soon we kind of run out of stuff to say But I am reflecting on um, the mathematical model of words, and um, how things fit together. So I'm going to think about that, and I will 
stop the recording for now. We're going to uh, do 617. So, probably an hour, an hour and a half of work, and then head back. An hour and a half would put us at uh, 745 and bring me home for 8.30 or so. Yeah, so I'll see you at 7.45. We'll talk about, oh, I guess we could talk about Snowden real quick. So, yeah, he wanted to be a special forces and his, um, his legs weren't strong enough, and he broke them, and then he joined the CIA, and he was more and more upset about things as they went along. And, um... They mentioned his girlfriend. Who I guess was somewhat left. And uh, the meeting was pretty cool when he put a sheet over his head to type his password in. That was funny. And, uh, the Guardian guys were very scared. It's a very well done movie. Very exciting. It's a good story. So yeah, that was um, an example of when people work on something for a long time, and a lot of minds think about it, and they have a clear idea of what they want to say. Oh, Nicholas, was that Nicholas Cage in there? Or yeah, he was pretty bad. He looks fake somehow. All right. Well, now this is really it. Let's stop tape. Okay, people. My listener. My one listener. I have... I've done a... uh, an hour of cleaning, set up some shelves and organize things, and uh, we're just doing a room at a time, a bit at a time. Every day we're going to do a little bit more, and eventually, a journey of a thousand miles begins, begins with a single step, says Lao Tzu, the old master. through everything and uh, clean it all up organize it and this is a really good therapy session for me so I was listening to the New Books Network and it was talking about uh, what is human work versus computer work and he was saying that he doesn't believe in the AI takeover but they have things that are called cobots, for example, that work on the factory floor as co-workers, and they need to be trained by other workers to do things. And that's uh, pretty cool. I guess that will get better and better eventually, where more and more things can be done by the cobot, 
<clears throat> but what makes us human? And, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot on the podcast. And we've been advancing some ideas. Sometimes they sound incoherent. And I guess I am incoherent sometimes. I'm not completely together. Completely formed. We're forming these ideas as we go. So the idea of mathematics being a very restricted set of rules, like chess, simple rules that can be combined in complex ways, and the combinations get to be huge. Whereas the English language um, has less rules and boy we can just go on and on and on so I think um, there's this level of restriction on the symbolic level and we really get into <clears throat> these ideas of binary connectors, connecting two objects to make a third, like we talked about with the Chomsky model, A plus B equals C, and all types of mathematical possibilities. But I'm not going to go there, don't worry, because we will get lost in the combination of possibilities. And, um, we're going to exercise a little bit more restraint on this podcast. And I was thinking, what would be wrong with actually writing up a plan before I did the podcast? What if I did my brainstorming, let's say, on paper, or wrote an essay, or a blog post, and then talked about it? Wouldn't that give us a better, more coherent thought? And um, <clears throat> also I was thinking about better definitions and not making so many assumptions about my listeners' attention or knowledge and how we have to build things up. We talked about that. talked about that so I do love me some computing though let me tell you on the Snowden movie they talked about uh, different encryption machines he's like oh is that a uh, enigma and he said nope that's not the enigma because this one never got cracked This one never got cracked. Now, on this podcast, they were saying how anti-democratic uh, ideas, authoritarian ideas, come from people with less education. And uh, I see that. And he was talking about meeting students where they are and helping them with their life, like daycare and so forth, and working on preparing people for interviews, and being more practical. And that's good. 
Um, that's why I still like this idea of the game and doing game design. Yeah, just thinking about my son again. I turned off the uh, YouTube on him today. He's probably at home getting angry with me. <sighs> that I he can't watch Fortnite movies on YouTube. And he loves watching his games, game videos, and then trying these things out in the games. He loves the imaginary pieces and the flashy lights and the amazing stories and amazing artwork, the sensory expression, the aesthetics. Yep, aesthetics. We talked about that a bunch. God. The optics. How beautiful something is. And no, we're not giving up on this podcast. But we are going to have some reflection on ourselves. Me reflecting upon my myself. Some self-criticism. And we're going to actually try harder. We're going to try harder to... Maybe if I beat myself up a little bit on the podcast... You'll enjoy that. And this kind of gets into finding your audience. Uh, And, uh... Finding your audience. Not losing yourself. And I guess that's what makes me different from Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan is a comedian. He's practiced in... Like talking in front of big crowds. And he's also very self critical. He said that he learned that from martial arts. And I guess I have to do that more myself. Instead of being self indulgent. That's why we're going to force ourselves to do some homework for each episode and write up some show notes. Even if I don't read from them, I should prepare some ideas so at least I have something to talk about in some direction. You may say that I'm going to be um, betraying the idea of the stream of random. Well... Maybe. But we can evolve. We can evolve. We can transform this into something new. And learn from what we're doing, really. That's what it's about. And the neural networks need training. Um, well, they can be self, self-guided, what is it called? Unsupervised or supervised? And, um, boy, I got a lot of ideas. Unbound combinatorics. Combinations. Okay, so we got lots of combinations, lots of moving parts. So from a mathematical perspective, 
we have our set theory, we have a set of tables. And these tables have relationships with each other, keys that reference each other. It creates a graph. And it's important to understand what changes over time. Now that time series databases are not necessarily covered in the relational model and it causes huge problems. A lot of these relationships are like at this time something happened or between two times this process occurred. And I really want to get down to the idea of the lowest level atomic or on the instruction level of the computer that we can do some of these algebraic equations efficiently. So we can look at relationships between different parts of the program over time and time being relative because a computer program is a automaton let's say and is predictable for the most part if you have a <laughs> algorithm that is See, this is where we get, we're going to get lost here, but we're going to just say really quick, if you have a program that has a feedback loop and is chaotic, let's say, or a program that is very complex, or a program that is an interpreter, again, you can have situations which are not decidable. And um, it's hard to even tell what is what from looking at them. So maybe all of these thoughts we've been having up to now are, in fact, an endless loop again that we're stuck in, which is why I'm trying to take a break. And maybe they're not. And to keep on attacking and hammering at this problem over and over again. Constantly getting lost. In a non-productive way. So. We have to stop that. But it's so fascinating and shiny. And there's something there that attracts me. The shiny light that we talked about on the Beauty of Life episode. The portal. The mirror. To see one's own face in that mirror. one's own mind in that mirror to get lost in that endless reflection pretty poetic huh or am I just being self-indulgent and it sucks that's in the eye of the beholder I guess so And it's really the question of, can I communicate this idea at all? Or do you have to build it yourself? Or is it accessible to everyone, only me? And um, is this encrypted in a way where, like structuralism, they said you have all these combinations, all these possibilities, but only one of them has the meaning and that implies that there is a structure 
that's what I understood. That he looked at all these different languages. And we kind of gotten down to the one meaning, the one red thread running through this huge amount of mathematical possibilities. Okay, so when we get to the mathematical model, we're not talking about a physical model. And mathematically, we can go deep into the computer and look at individual instructions. And we can see how they're all put together into bigger and bigger parts. All right. Now, So we can build a theory of computation, like a simplistic one. And we could kind of make a relation, relational model. But that relational model won't be implemented as an SQL database. So I'm thinking of an overlay, a way to specify the query mathematically, to identify pieces, but then to translate those into machine code. But I did say I wasn't going to talk about computers. Let's see what our, uh, let's see what the phone's beeping about. Yeah, just checking my messages. Phone is beeping at me. Oh, look at that old bicycle. Looks like the garbage is still smoldering. But it's not really burning today. Um, where was I? So yeah, so mathematically, we could define all these different things. We create relationships and model them with a theory. Um, it's then the question of what it's supposed to actually mean. Like we could describe things from projects, contributors, all these different moving parts. Create a nice model. And I've been working on that for a long time. And this model helps me think about things. It's a mental model. It's a... It's a uh, conceptual model. And we have to take into account people resources, money, time, all those things, computers, memory, and we can fit that all together somehow. And then once we have this model, we can look for that in the software. And we can try and map um, <clears throat> things that we find in the software onto this model and maybe even revise the model. So connecting um, software systems to a central model and that's assuming that we can have a central truth. There is a central truth. I don't know if it could be done automatically. I don't think so. But we could have a system of hypothesis and checking. Yeah, I did say I wasn't going to talk about this. I guess I need more self-discipline. 
Well, anyway, this is kind of going into the direction of the mathematical model of English. So I'm going to think about this some more. But let's just say we can try and use set theory. Relational logic to model a bunch of things. Functions, functional modeling, mathematical modeling. And we've tried that a couple of times. I actually have to sit down and write this up. And yeah, these notes, these, if we have transcripts of our podcast, that will actually help remind me and jog my memory. Maybe we can connect it all together. As if this connection is going to give meaning to something. And if we can show there is a connection, a red thread, a way out of the labyrinth, how everything all fits together somehow. I mean, what is it? Philosophers create models to help other people in their time understand things. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just creating models to communicate, to share things, to help other people in this time and space, give them some guide, guide, guidelines, or some ideas to think about, a starting point, a crystal, a... Uh, impurity that forms a crystal. All right. Well, I think this is good enough for today's podcast. I'm going to listen to some other people talk. We don't have to go for the full walk. And yeah, I hope you have a great day.